1: What's up, guys? My name is Johnny, and welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. In today's episode, episode two, we have Steven Ye from San Francisco, and we're going to talk about e-commerce, niche selection, the hardships of learning, making your first sale, and life in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Hey, what's up, Steve? How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Yeah, really, really good. Uh, So we're here in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Uh, We met here at Pun Space, the co-working office. Uh, Actually, how did you find this office space? Uh, Well, first, um, it goes back a
0: couple months. And uh, I was actually in China at the time. I was living there for about six months or so. um, uh, Just pretty much learning something that I was passionate about. Um, I've grown up liking martial arts and I uh, wanted to really learn just the soft martial arts. So I went there uh, mainly to learn Tai Chi. And eventually, like, you know, China, uh, the visa situation's um, kind of a hassle. So every three months I had to leave. Okay. And so um, I went on Google. I typed in uh, some places that I wanted to, to, um, to go to to check out. And I decided um, to see how much it was um, to live in Chiang Mai. And
1: that's when I ran into Johnny's blog. Here. Um. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people <laughs> found my blog just through that, uh, and it really is really cheap to live out here.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, it's amazingly cheap. Um, I mean, I'm getting massages every week, twice a week. Um, I have a nice remodeled place. I have an uh, a beautiful um area to get my work done at Pun Space, and all this. I mean, total. I'm probably spending what around six hundred dollars.
1: Okay. And what would you spend back in San Francisco
0: for that? uh I mean, just a crazy amount of money. I mean, just just the apartment alone or just the room that you rent alone in San Francisco will be more than $600. Yeah, That's I- not including food, not including any um, time that you go out, any of your hobbies or things like that.
1: And how, how was it living in China? Was that cheap or was that expensive?
0: China, uh, it depends on where you go. The area I was in, I was pretty much up in the mountains. And so cost of living there was actually uh, incredibly cheap also. But um, I had to do my due diligence in order to find a spot that I liked
1: and a place um, that I found uh, was reasonable in price. Oh, cool. All right, so you were in China. You Googled cost of living uh, in Thailand. You found my blog. And what next? Um,
0: You had a book on there about Thailand. um, So I decided to pick it up because I felt like... uh, just paying this this little amount of money would save me um, a lot of money when I actually go to Thailand uh, which it has and so picked it up read through it and uh, decided to implement some of those ideas and uh, it also led me to read your blog some more where I found out that uh, you were t- working on Anton Anton's program um, which is basically just an e-commerce uh, kind of business And during that time, uh, I was living on savings for quite some time. So I decided that uh, I wanted to make some income again. And uh, that's when I decided when I go to Chiang Mai, um, I'll start this business.
1: That's cool. And I think when you originally found it, I was actually just kind of getting started with it as well. Um, I don't remember what what month it was exactly, but I mean, it was... It's pretty recent; these last few months that I've really been making money from that block, from you know, from that site, from uh, e-commerce.
0: Yeah, it was actually I believe the first post that I saw you talking about it was uh, you getting started, um, just beginning, getting your website up, and things like that. And then maybe like a month or two later, I saw that you were um, starting to make sales. Furthermore, after that, I see that you are doing incredibly well. So. Um, From then, I just decided that yeah, this is um, a business model that I want to check out and pursue.
1: And cool. So uh, signed up for Anton's course, and what 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 next? You had to pick a niche.
0: Yeah, pretty much signed up for Anton's course. Um, What I really like about Anton's course is that it's it breaks it down very simply, and he actually walks you through step by step of how to how to get it started and uh for niche selection uh basically in in the module itself i'll show you uh which niche would be good for this business model and um i mean it took me like a day or two to just uh brainstorm and really find what kind of products i do want to sell
1: so you actually mentioned earlier during lunch that the first niche you you chose you ended up did you abandon it or is it still did you completely get rid of it or is it just on the back burner
0: Uh, For the first niche that I did, um, I felt that it was too broad, it was kind of, uh, the niche was already too saturated. And in that case, I did abandon it. Um, I decided it it just wasn't worth my time. But at the same time, um, because I did go through the process of creating that uh, business, I was able to replicate it into my current business really quickly.
1: Okay, cool. So aside from buying the domain name... For you know whatever it was, ten bucks. Uh, you're probably still on the free trials for everything, right?
0: Yeah, I mean Shopify. Uh, on the website, they say that, um, it gives you two weeks, but uh, Shopify's customer service is awesome. Um, you can actually extend it for another two weeks.
1: Yeah, cool. Yeah, I always recommend to people um, on my blog to you know to take advantage of the free trials. And I honestly don't think that if you if you want to sign up for something and it's not going to make you money, then just cancel it. But give it a month, you know, use that 30-day free trial and just, and you know, if you can get your money back from it, then awesome. Because from that point on, every sale you make, all the money you make is going to be pure profit.
0: Exactly. I mean, even when I made that first, um, that first business um, that I eventually dropped, I didn't really pay much. All I paid was uh, $1 to get the domain name <laughs> and... Pretty much, um, I didn't pay Shopify anything because I was on a trial and uh, when I decided to, to drop it, um, the total cost, what, one dollar I lost? Yeah. But I gained a lot of wisdom, I gained a lot of experience which helped me in, in the current business that I'm in.
1: So how long did it take you to set up that first store?
0: First store, um, it took me about two to three weeks. Um, just because the learning curve was um, a little high at first it's very actually it's very simple once you understand it once you um, start to play with it uh, my second niche when I started it, the website took me like two to three hours to get it set up
1: yeah it's, I mean it's crazy but it's it, it's totally replicable and that's why Anton talks about starting you know getting one up and running you uh, know getting get everything automated and just having it sit and have money come in while you ha- you're free to start a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, maybe even tenth niche. Uh, I've actually done something different. I, I actually decided just to stay with my main niche and really focus on building value in it and building becoming a brand authority and building a moat around it. And, uh, and mainly because of like because of Anna's program. <laughs> and it's, now that it's getting really popular, uh, I think a lot of people are going to start selling online because it works. And I'm honestly I'm actually afraid that as time passes, uh, people are gonna enter every niche. So, I'm glad that I'm doing this now because two, three years from now, um, there's gonna be a lot more people not only buying online but starting online stores and I wanna be first in and I wanna have the time to build my brand, uh, which is why I'm not starting 10 different stores. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I feel pretty much the same way. Um, like I said, I what I love about this is it takes initial time to get it started, um, to get it set up and everything, and then eventually um, you won't have to spend that much time on it, um, but you do have to commit some time just to keep relevant, just to make sure that you stay in that niche and um, that people will, will kind of associate you with that keyword, with that niche.
1: Yeah, cool. So um, do you have any advice for people about how to, how to choose a niche?
0: For me personally, um, I just looked back on basically uh, the topics I like, um, what I bought in the past. Uh, I went online, checked out some forums to see what other people were buying. And basically, I just chose one that kind of fits um, the the guidelines of what would be a niche that works in this business model.
1: Yeah, I remember when I first got started, I had a really hard time thinking about a niche. But now that I actually you know, I've been through the process, I've been making sales, and every almost every day, I, I see something that I'm like, oh, that would sell well online. Or I'll think back and, you know, I'll buy something online and be like, oh, you know what? I, I could make a better store selling this than, than Amazon could. I mean, an example for that is, like if I, when I bought shoes uh, a few weeks ago, I bought it on Zappos. Even though it was a little bit cheaper on Amazon, their search function was really bad for me to find, to search by both, uh, my specific size I wanted, which is a ten and a half double wide. It's a really wide caveman feet, but hmm. also to uh, make sure it's in stock. And on Amazon, it was a bit clunky because they had all these different options where Amazon would, you know, do either or. It'll find the size, but it won't. It, but things will be out of stock. Or it would find, um, you know, the, basically the, the opposite. So Zappos basically did that. What they did was they created all custom videos for every one of the products, uh, rewrote all the descriptions, you know, really emphasized customer service, and made it really easy to to buy, you know, the exact shoe you want. So you know, I recommend to to everyone uh, when you guys are choosing your niche to think back and just like what Steven said, think back on things that you've bought in the past that you have some experience with. That way, you can really put you know put your own uh, twist on it and really work on making it as easy as possible, as enjoyable as possible for customers to buy from your site, and that way they won't go to Amazon or Overstock.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I took a look at, I took a look at other websites that were selling the similar things, and I did notice that they did make the interface kind of hard for the customers to actually find what they would be looking for. Uh, they made their descriptions very clunky and hard to read. And so what I decided to do was really just to break it down, make it simple, make it um, uh, make it so that it's it's nice on the eyes so that they can just scroll through without struggling to read every single word that just scrambled all over the website.
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, that was actually a very similar thing that to when I started looking at sites, I looked at the competition and I asked myself, can I provide a better customer experience? Can I make a better looking website than my competitors? And I mean, basically, if you if you start searching around and all the sites are these old Yahoo stores that look like they haven't been updated in 10 years uh, or it makes it difficult for the customer to order. Yeah. Why wouldn't they shop from you? Um, so I, I, that's a great point. All right. So. uh Today is a very exciting day for you, isn't it? Oh, it's an amazing day. Okay, so I remember actually just... So was it yesterday or the day before you had me take a look uh, at your site? It was uh, the day
0: before, I believe.
1: Okay, and what what had you written on Facebook that day?
0: On Facebook uh, the day that I talked to you? Yeah. Um, basically, um, it wasn't Facebook. It was within a forum. I was writing that... Um, I was uh, a bit frustrated because I did make a goal that I was going to make my first sale about two weeks ago. And um, and throughout that whole time, I wasn't able to make any sales. I wasn't sure what was going on, things like that. Um, and But what I did say was that through this frustration, I'm not going to quit, but it's actually going to push me even further because I do know that this works, and I just... Just got to keep pushing through and eventually I will get my first sale.
1: Did it make it easier being surrounded by other people that were making money online?
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, the forum is very supportive. Um, I was able to see other people uh, and their success, seeing their struggles, seeing their... Um, uh, just to see that whole process because once you understand um, just the the guidelines and the procedure of how to get this started. You understand what everyone is going through, and through that it helps you to push you further.
1: Uh, I don't know if you read my my progress thread on Anton's um, <laughs> Anton's private forum, uh, but it was basically entitled "Step by Step: My Progress So Far." And I started writing that when I first started my online store, which was I believe it was uh, May, and so just about five months ago, and I basically wrote down every single thing I did every single day uh, for the first couple of weeks. And then as you know, then I'd update a little bit less often, maybe once a week or so, just kind of with progress. And looking back on it, I realized how much I was struggling as well to keep motivated before that first sale, because it took me about two months to make my first. Um, How long did it take you to make your first sale?
0: Uh, With the current niche that I am, it took me one month to get that sale.
1: So you actually cut it in uh, half my time, which is really good. Um, <laughs> actually, not including the, the few weeks that you spent on the first niche.
0: Then again, you started pretty early. I've gotten a lot more support than you, so I think that that's a good uh, big factor.
1: You, you mean support from me or from... Support just in general? from you,
0: support from Anton, and uh, the people on the forums.
1: Yeah, I think cause I was... I mean, I definitely wasn't a pioneer because that forum was around, the product was around um, quite a bit before I even discovered it, but... I think what happens is, you know, it's a lot easier when you're at a place like a co-working office space that you're surrounded and you, even though people around you might not necessarily be doing e-commerce, they're, they're making money online and you can see that they're living a good life and they have a normal income, so you know it's possible versus if you're sitting all home, you know, all alone at home, it, it's very, very frustrating to try to, you know, live, have this dream when you don't even, you can't even see it in front of your eyes.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, actually, I did just make my first sale. Not one, actually. I made two sales last night, and uh, it was a wonderful feeling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how did you feel about that? You said you couldn't sleep.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, uh, two days, three days previous to this, I was saying how frustrated I am and how it's just going to push me further. And it was just amazing that uh, just this commitment... And just um, working these past couple of days, I was able to generate two sales equaling to more than $1,700.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I mean, especially for your, you know, just starting out, because what's gonna happen is you're gonna have new, more, now that it's up and running, you're gonna have more sales. I mean, it could be every day. I mean, uh, what I try to shoot for in most niches is the short term goal. Like you might say, I want five sales a week, and that'll be your, your first goal. And then your next goal can be you all on average one sale a day, so 30 sales per month. And by making two sales already last night, I mean, what's stopping you from making two more sales today and two more sales tomorrow?
0: Exactly. I mean, I pretty much just got started with this niche about a month ago. So there's still a lot of strategies and things I can implement, which will generate uh, more traffic to my site, which equals more sales.
1: So as far as the work that you have to do after you get a sale, like what is the actual process?
0: The work I have to do after a sale, I mean, it was quite easy. I mean, I I got the sale in Shopify and basically I just sent um, the order to my supplier and uh, gave them my credit card information and that's pretty much it. Now all I got to do is just uh, keep in contact with my customers to make sure that everything is good make sure that they're happy um, just because I do want them to uh, review my products in the future. And I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree on uh, the good customer service and getting the reviews. Um, I also have a review app on my on my store, and now that I've been making a lot of sales, uh, I'm getting new reviews every day. And luckily, all, all my reviews have been five-star. Even the one where the lady actually didn't like the product itself and ended up um, basically buying another competitive product, she said, she gave me five stars, And then, but then the review, it said, the review itself, it said, you know, I didn't like this product. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, it was kind of what you get. It was a lower end product. So she was like, you get what you pay for. Um, But however, John was really, really helpful and the store itself was great. So at the end of the day, that stuff really helps.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, just having those reviews builds confidence in people um, buying your products and just seeing um other people like for example if they read that post they they do feel trusted that um they would be taken care of if they buy new products on on your website
1: yeah exactly and hopefully from that they also see it and be like well you know what even though this product is cheaper maybe i should buy the better one um and i'm gonna buy it from these guys because they have good customer service um uh, so Let's let's tell everyone a little bit about the Shopify backend process, because I'm sure a lot of people who have never done e-commerce before uh, aren't really aware of it. Actually, do you have any experience with with e-commerce or even really making online businesses before this?
0: I mean, just talking about Shopify itself, it's stupid easy. I mean, they <laughs> they dumbed it out to where pretty much anyone can do it. Um, uh in the past i did have an ebay business and that was actually um a lot more difficult than what shopify has done and another thing is shopify has amazing customer service when i first got started i gave them a phone call or two every single day (laughs) and and pretty much i I, yeah i definitely use that to my benefit and um um, I mean they have twenty four hour customer service, and they they're just willing to help you in whatever that you need
1: yeah that's really cool. I emailed them a bunch of times uh, as well i don't actually, i don't even know why i didn 't call them because they have a twenty four not twenty four hour but they have really good phone support um and it yeah to me it's it's super easy i mean i've made a lot of blogs and other random websites like that, but i've never ever had any experience in e commerce i never really sold uh, I guess I've, I've sold a couple of things on eBay, but I've never really had a business where, where I was selling on, on business, I mean on uh, online. So yeah, that's really cool. Uh, so as far as the actual process goes, a customer buys a product on your website, they put in the credit card information, uh, Shopify, uh, because it's linked to your bank account, Shopify just deposits that money in your account account and it takes how many days like was it five or seven days?
0: Yeah, pretty much something like that. I mean what's so good about it is just it's automated. Mm-hmm. you know so um, it doesn't take too much manual work on your part and that's pretty much what I'm looking for because I don't want to spend um, time on things that I don't need to spend time on.
1: Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. And so, and what's really cool is those products, you're not really paying for those out of pocket at all. You're not buying any inventory. You're not warehousing anything. You know, you're basically, you know, shop Shopify, they'll, they'll collect, let's say $1,000 from customer for the product, and then you'll send your order to your manufacturer. They'll send it out, they'll build it, they'll, you know, they'll do packet, whatever they need to do. They'll send it out to the customer on your behalf. And they charge you a credit card so i mean you have you know basically you get the money in seven days and then you get charged for it 30 days later and
0: yeah yeah it's a wonderful wonderful business model i mean that's why i got in it um all i really need is my computer uh, i do plan on going back to china in a couple months to uh keep going with the tai chi and during that time um you know, I don't want to spend that much time on the internet, uh, just a few minutes, just checking things here and there. But after I get this business up and running, getting some automated systems going, I don't have to m- spend that much time on it and I'll still be generating income.
1: Yeah, that's actually really cool. So uh, for you, for you don't know, um, I just got back to Chiang Mai from the U.S. just a few days ago, actually exactly a week ago, Is that, Yeah, a week and a few days. And I was back home for about four months. You know, I was working on the site uh, before that. I was building it up as well. And when I came back, I actually decided, you know, hey, let me just let it sit. <laughs> let me. I was trying to. I was trying to fix all these things about you know getting a uh, hiring a call uh, a call center. I was trying to figure out ways to you know implement things better while now that I'm back in Thailand. And then I realized I'm like, what? Why am I even trying to fix what's not broken? Mm-hmm. Let me just let it sit. Do nothing and see if sales still come in. And they did, which is just fantastic. I mean, just last night while I was sleeping, I got a sale. And the reason for that is because the middle of the night for me when I'm sleeping is the middle of the day uh, in the U.S. So people are buying stuff. So, I mean, how great is that just to be able to go to bed and wake up with more money in your account?
0: Oh, it's a wonderful feeling. I mean, just last, last night I was having dinner. Awesome, awesome food. And then I just head home, open my computer and i see my first sale
1: yeah nice actually what you should do is you should download the uh the notification app because it's awesome to be out and get a live notification saying that you just made a sale
0: oh that sounds good yeah i'm gonna do that after this podcast <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah and then uh, you'll you'll come up with a list of random places you've made a sale at uh i'm building mine i think it's gonna be a i can do a whole podcast on that alone but i mean especially now that you're traveling and the hours are all random um I mean you'll get some sales doing some crazy stuff
0: (laughs) yeah that would be actually really interesting i think i'll I'll check that out and and do it myself
1: yeah and the other cool thing is when you when you want to spend time you know optimizing your store or even starting another store you can but what's really good is when you don't feel like working i mean you can kind of just let it run and when you get a sale you just forward the email i mean that's that's how I have it set up. I mean, you know, I basically just forward the email to my supplier and say, hey, send this out. So realistically, I can work 20 minutes a day, a couple days a week. I mean, just like every other day. I can do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 20 minutes, and I'll make a consistent amount of sales. Uh, the reason why I enjoy working in my store is because I want, to, I want to grow those sales and really optimize it. My goal is for 100% of people that are trying to buy this you know this certain product to come buy it from me. Um, I know, you know, realistically that real e-commerce conversion rates are much lower. They're a few percent, but in my mind I'm like, well if somebody wants to buy you know X, Y, Z, why wouldn't they buy from me? Because I want to be able to offer them the best service, the best price, um, free shipping, because and the reason why I can offer that is because my my overhead is so low. I mean, compared to a normal big company that has host employees they have a warehouse they have you know all these all these expenses and they can't even they can't afford to give you free shipping but i mean what is your actual overhead cost living out here the actual
0: overhead cost of running this business i mean it's pretty much just once your shopify trial is over you just pay the monthly fee and besides that it just seems like that's it i mean you don't You don't buy the products physically and then ship it out yourself. All you're doing is really just waiting for the orders to come in. Once that order comes in, um, you just pay your supplier uh, how much that uh, that it costs you and basically they ship it out for you.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, so... Before we move on to the next topic, uh, for those who are interested in what what the heck we're talking about, (laughs) what Shopify is, what Anton's course is, if you go to my blog, it's johnnyfd.com, there's a link on the right-hand side that says Start Here, and that has all the information on there. Uh, But I really wanted to ask you, Stephen, about the the lifestyle here in Thailand. Is this your first time out here?
0: Uh, Thailand itself, I did come here for a few days about three months ago on my uh, other China visa run. But it's just amazing out here. I mean, what I love about it is it's a mixture of locals, mixture of uh, expats, and a mixture of just tourists coming around. And it's, it's just an amazing vibe because everyone's very chill. Everyone's very relaxed. And what's great about the area is um, everything is within 5 to 10 minutes. You want to get some amazing food, just drive down just a little bit. You want to get uh, internet access, there's plenty around. And uh, even if you want to go to a bar, have a drink or anything, it's all within range. All right, well, let's start with the food because everyone likes talking about food. Like, what are wow. some things
1: that you ate the last few days?
0: Well, we just had some amazing, what what was that? Like, barbecue chicken, crispy chicken?
1: Yeah, it's crispy skin chicken. It was really good. Oh, and they had this
0: amazing sauce with it.
1: I don't even really know what it is. It's some kind of like Thai tamarind sauce. It was Shit, yeah. like a little bit tangy. Wasn't too wasn't too spicy. It had like a little tiny bit of a kick. Yeah. It's, I, it's something I've never had anywhere else in the world.
0: Yeah. Same.
1: And the chicken, the, it was, I mean, it was like, uh, it was roasted, but the skin was so crispy and it was so juicy. And it was, I mean, it was just incredible. And we had these Thai salads with it. Uh, we had a papaya salad and we had a cucumber salad and, and uh, oh thank you for lunch by the way I appreciate that yeah not a problem uh, that was a bit of a celebration for you making your first sale yeah yeah and um, what did that I mean what did that cost us I mean we had a we had how many courses do we have we had a soup we had two salads we had two meat dishes what was the total
0: ah uh, let's see I think it came out to like two hundred fifty baht. And let's break that down. And in U.S. that'd be like eight dollars.
1: Yeah, and that's a really good lunch as well. Um, you were saying that you had a good dinner l- last night when you made that when you made your first sale. What were you having?
0: Ah, uh, let me see. Looking back, shh, I don't remember anymore because there's <laughs> been uh, there's been. Uh, there's a lot of restaurants that just make good food here. I mean, even living in the Bay Area where it's known for uh, just a culture of all different kinds of good food, um, you can find some good restaurants out here.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, as much as I love Thai food, and I have Thai food at least once or twice a day, and I don't, I'm not going to get sick of it, I still like to change it up. So last night, uh, me and two friends, um, we went to this amazing di- uh, dinner buffet, and we had... I think I had some prime rib, I had some lamb, and I had some roast pork. And, I mean, it was probably very equivalent to eating at at least the Hilton, if not the, was it, like a St. Regis. I mean, it was a four, literally a four-star hotel, amazing Western food, and for the same price as it would have cost me to go to Denny's.
0: <laughs> That's just incredible. I mean... I haven't been there myself But I'm definitely Going to go check that place out I mean Buffet of just All different kinds of meat I mean What are
1: they offering there? Uh, baked salmon and pesto They had roast chicken They had roast pork uh, uh, They had a carving station. I mean It was I mean It was probably It's better than It's, it's better than 90% Of Vegas buffets I've ever had uh, It's probably on On par with One at the Wynn Or at uh, Bellagio The more expensive ones But those buffets Are 50 bucks And this was 17 out the door
0: I mean that's actually um, considered really expensive in Thailand $17. Yeah, but I mean, back home yeah. it's like just a normal meal.
1: Yeah. I mean I don't I don't think I've ever had a dinner in America for less than 20 bucks out the door.
0: I mean you can even find delicious dishes for like a dollar or 2 dollars out here.
1: Yeah. Um, most of my lunch, I mean most of the time during lunch I spend a couple of bucks. I mean that's it. And the food is fresh it's you know has so many good flavors in it and it's fast and it's easy I mean the night market food's even better.
0: Yeah it'd probably cost me more just to make food myself back home
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't cooked since I've been back and I don't think I plan to do this trip uh, and I think the only uh, only reason why I used to cook as you read in my book is I was broke I mean when it comes down to it, I was trying to live as cheaply as possible, which at the time, it made sense for me because I had saved up some money back home. I've worked these random jobs. I worked as a scuba diving instructor for a while. You know, I would go home for the summer and save up some money. So I wanted to live as cheaply as possible. So that book you read, 12 Weeks in Thailand, that was me with no other options, not even not realizing that you can make money online.
0: <laughs> That's actually really funny. Um yeah, that's one of the reasons why uh, I picked up the book um, because through your experience, through through your your struggles, you were able to really find the best deals, the best value in Thailand.
1: Yeah, and it was fun. I used to pride myself on that as well. Um, I just, Stephen mentioned that the reason why he, he trusted me is he's like, oh, this guy's Asian. He's probably really good at finding deals. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, you know, at the time, I'm glad I went through that because it was a good experience. You know, it's fun living as cheap as possible, living like a local, having an apartment for $150 a month, uh, which is absolutely possible here. I mean, you've met people here that have 3000 baht a month apartments, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, mine itself, um, I got an incredible deal. I got a, um, a corner room where uh, in the morning time, the sun just comes up, shines through my through my window and just wakes me up newly remodeled when I first got in, in there plastic was on all the furniture, the bed and stuff. And all this is thirty eight hundred baht, which comes out to about a hundred and twenty dollars.
1: Yeah, so that's even less than, than what I had budget for in the book. And you know, it's a clean place, it's a good location and and you have your, you have privacy. You have your own bathroom, you have your own room. I mean yep. what else do you really need? Exactly. So yeah, I definitely recommend to people that if you're if you're wanting to start your own online online business, if you're trying to you know if you hate your job, if you want to travel, this is a very cheap place to bootstrap your business.
0: Come out to Thailand.
1: I mean, it was it's been less than two months for you, right? Before you, when you when you first started the business till now.
0: Yeah, it's um I started. I remember writing in the forums uh, September. Sorry, August 30th. 30th. So it's been about a month and a half.
1: That's cool. And what's really cool is, whatever, I don't know why it happens this way, but when I made my first sale, I made two that first day as well. And hmm. so hopefully that's going to happen to you as well. This is just the start to it. Um, I think for me, looking back, the, I made two sales and then for a couple of days, didn't make any, and then made one sale, a couple of days, didn't make any. And then all of a sudden, I just started consistently getting one a day. And I mean, so assuming that you have a similar pattern where you know you start making on average, let's say 25 sales a month, uh, could you live off of that out here?
0: Oh, most definitely. I mean, 25 sales a month, I'd actually be able to save a lot of money. Um, I mean, let's see, 25 sales, whew, I would actually be able to invest a lot of money if I wanted to, or just live like a king out in Thailand.
1: <laughs> yeah, start baller statusing. Um, but... Actually, this week, uh, us and a bunch of people we've met, you know, which is really cool because they're all there's all different entrepreneurs out here. Um, who did we go to the rock quarry with?
0: Uh, we went to the rock quarry with Mike and Zach, and um, they actually run a company uh, where they help people um, edit their videos, especially for online bloggers and and people like that.
1: Oh, cool, yeah, and uh, they made some awesome video of us cliff jumping into this. R- crystal clear uh, red mud quarry and so, the, so keep an eye out for uh on my blog for that it's gonna be it's gonna be epic
0: yeah i can't wait until they put out the video that's that should be amazing
1: yeah and his, his girlfriend uv is out there as well uh so all three of them you know they have a service based business where they help people uh edit videos and also Marion was was out there uh she's a voice professional voice over actress and she's actually the one on our intro so when, when every month when every week when you listen to the new episodes of podcasts, uh, that's her. And these are people we all met just while traveling out in, in Thailand. And that that day was I mean it was spectacular. I mean if you if you look at some of the photos, I'll I'll put one of the photos uh, on the blog here on the on the site travel like a boss uh, under this episode, you'll see how beautiful this place is and how much did we spend that day?
0: I mean just for that just to go on that adventure, we spent nothing. But then we went to this amazing, it was like natural, there was like a natural rainfall, there was like a little lake on the side and we just ate there. And um, that was a, a good end to, to. we didn't even end it. What do we do after?
1: <laughs> so, so the, uh, So we, we had our little scooters that we rode out to the Red Rock quarry. It was about half an hour away from town. Beautiful sitting place, middle of nowhere. On the way back, we stopped at a restaurant that has both a lake and a waterfall built into the restaurant. Not only do they have that, they have robots that bring you the food.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool to see.
1: Where else would you see that? And I mean, granted, that was expensive for Thai food, but it still ended up being 6 bucks a person, so nobody's complaining. Um,
0: After that, we went to uh, Mike's apartment where he has a rooftop pool on top of his building. Which was just amazing to to kind of just hang out soak in the sun and just to relax
1: yeah that was incredible uh, just laying out there chilling out and that that didn't end the day i think that was a long day <laughs> we uh we, we got some burmese food after that which is the ah yeah. so good <laughs> so good and that was so cheap like that was three bucks a person i believe or actually it was less than three bucks and we ordered a lot of food yeah um and then we played board games <laughs> Yeah, yeah, So that was, I mean, that's a typical day in, in, in the life of being out here. And uh, not to mention, it uh, was it on Tuesday, we went to see a live, was it a jam session, with live bands?
0: Yeah, they, they were playing live jazz bands. And um, they were actually rocking out. They were, they were kicking ass.
1: Yeah, they were some of the best I've ever actually seen anywhere in the world. Um, we had, I think there was three guys on saxophone there was a girl I don't know if she was from she, she might have been American a beautiful girl that had amazing voice and I mean it's you, you know you go in there it's a bar drinks are cheap just hang out I mean r- there's literally everything here
0: yep you want entertainment they got it here you want to get your business done they got it here you want to just relax they definitely have it here
1: yeah and that's why you know being out here is both a great lifestyle and uh it's great for business. I mean, uh, f- we didn't even talk about fitness-wise. I mean, where, where did we both go yesterday?
0: Uh, we went to uh, do some Muay Thai. Uh, wh- wh- what's that place called again? It was called Team Quest Thailand. Team Quest Thailand. I mean, they have that. They have some uh, good yoga around here. They have CrossFit. Um, they got gyms if you just like going to their rock climbing area. So it's it's a good area to get your fitness on.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Uh, but congratulations again on making your first two sales. Thank you very much. Um, and you know what? Keep in touch, and hopefully there will be many, many more of that coming. Um, actually, before I let you go, what are what are three tips that you can give everyone listening? If if let's say they're sitting at home, they haven't started their business yet. What are three things that three thing actionable things that they can do with their life right now?
0: Actionable things. Tip number one. Let's see. Get really clear on what you want in your life. Stop living life um, uh, just reactively and just going through, and uh, just living life where. Let's see. Live life on your own terms. Basically, is what I'm saying. Uh, tip number two. Uh, get healthy. You know, once once your body is nice, fit. Uh, it dramatically changes your mood. It changes the way that you look out in the world. Just your mindset and your, your psychology will all shift. And the third one is um, just enjoy life, man. Life is
1: amazing. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. If you want to hear more, including the bonus, how to choose the perfect niche episode, join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com. See you next week, and remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today, and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.